Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have Joseph Prince on the show. And this is a really great message because he's talking to us about how God desires for us to prosper. And something that he says that really stood out to me is that we don't need our behavior to determine our position in life. Like a lot of times we think that, oh my gosh, I messed up, therefore I'm not righteous, or I did this and that makes me not righteous, or I'm this way, oh my gosh, I yelled at my kids, I'm not righteous anymore. And that is not it at all. Our position is a child of God, and that is what determines our behavior. So as we identify ourselves as children of God, as His beloved, as people with power, because we have his power that lives inside of us, then we can, you know, then use that and portray and to live according to his plan and purposes for our lives. And again, he wants us to prosper. Here's Joseph. The Lord said to me that uh, a lot of people cannot pray without reservation, without doubts. They still have that reservation in their heart. They still have that, that, that uh, voice as if telling them they should not be praying this prayer. Now, I just want to address some of these things and uh, look at the Scriptures because the Lord told me that He wants me to preach on this. And uh, He says that I want my people to be established, to know that I love them and I want them. I want them to prosper. And I want them to be protected during this time. And I want them to be in health. Amen. Let's look at 3 John chapter 1, verse 2. It says, uh, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Now, the Apostle John would not express something that would not be God's will. God would not allow uh, this statement to be put in His holy scriptures if it's not inspired. Every scripture the Bible says all Scripture is God-breathed, amen, inspired by God. So I, I believe that if John is expressing something in his heart that you prosper in all things and be in health, and yet it's not God's will, but it's just John expressing it, then it would not be in the Scriptures. And who better than John, the apostle of love, who knew that he, he was loved dearly by the Lord. He calls himself the disciple whom Jesus loved. God used him to express his desire for all of us. Beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things. How many things? All things in the Greek past, in every and specific areas, in all, in all areas, in every specific parts. Amen. You prosper and be in health. Be in health, even as your souls prosper. Now here's where some people say, well, notice that your soul must prosper and all that, always assuming that people's souls are not prospering. But here is a given. God is saying your souls are prospering because you are listening to the Word, because you are believers, and because you are always attentive. Yeah, it doesn't mean we are perfect. And it doesn't mean that we need to be uh, in a place of perfect holiness. Then God says your souls are prospering. No. In fact, you read this verse, it is, a, it is characteristic. It is a given. Of all believers, your souls are prospering. So Paul says, now your soul is prospering. Amen. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ. When God looks at you, God sees you righteous in Christ, holy and blameless in Christ. That's how God sees you. Now, our, our behavior has not measured up. In fact, that's a journey for us. Amen. But you never judge your position by your behavior. You always judge your behavior by your position. Your position is that God has made you righteous in Christ. At the cross, God made Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made 
the righteousness of God in him. So that's our position, amen. That's, that's who we are in God's eyes, amen. Uh, and, and But a lot of people just bypass the position and say it's important to a behavior, needs to measure up behavior. But the thing is that uh, uh, you are judging your position based on your behavior. When you don't behave right, you are saying that at that moment, you are not righteous or you, 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 you are conscious that you, you fall short and you can't pray the way you, you, you want to pray with boldness and in faith because you feel that your behavior has affected your position. The Bible says there was a woman who was hemorrhaging badly for 12 years and uh, uh, she suffered under the hands of many physicians. Um, she, grew, she grew worse actually and she had spent all that she had. Now she's poor. She had spent all she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. And the Bible says when she heard of Jesus, what, what do you think she heard about Jesus? When she heard of Jesus, did she hear about a Jesus that says that unless you are holy enough, you cannot receive my healing. Unless you have it all together, I cannot minister blessing to you. Is that the kind of Jesus she heard? A false Jesus? The Bible talks about the devil will transform himself in these last days as an angel of light. Amen. Uh, causing people to preach another Jesus. But we need to go back to the Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, the Gospels and uh, 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 the Scriptures that are inspired to see the Jesus of the Bible, the Jesus that you and I have fallen in love with, the one that first loved us and gave Himself for us on the cross. The Bible says when she had heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched His garment. For she said, now in the Greek, she kept on saying, imperfect tense, she kept on saying, if I may touch but His clothes, I shall be whole. She didn't say, I may be well. I might get well. Perhaps I might get well. Perhaps not. No. I shall be whole is a, is a powerful statement. It is, there's no uncertainty in that statement. Amen. I shall be whole. So whatever she heard of Jesus, she heard of a Jesus who is willing to heal, who is willing to use His power on your behalf for your good for your benefit, for your blessing. That's the Jesus she, she, she heard of. Amen? Now, her revelation of Jesus is not that full yet. Amen? And most people that come to Jesus the first time around, they may have a faith about Jesus' goodness and willingness to use His power, but they don't know Him personally. So she came behind and, and took the healing, took the healing, so to speak. All right? Uh, and uh, if you drop down, you'll see what Jesus said. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well, your faith, notice, even though his power is involved, he didn't say, my power has made you well. My grace has been sufficient for you. He didn't say um, those things. He said, woman, daughter, your faith, your faith has made you well. Now, one thing about faith, faith operates not by us looking at our faith. Faith operates when we see Jesus in the fullness of his grace. God wants you to judge your behavior by your position. Amen? Not judge your position by your behavior. Praise the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So God is saying that your souls are prospering because you are a child of God. Amen? And God says, I want you to know this. All right? Pray for each other that you 
prosper in all things. So I'm praying for you, church. When, when, when I received this revelation from the Lord some time back, you know, I've been praying this for all of you, that God caused you to prosper in how many things? All things. Amen. That's what I pray for. In all things in life. Not just finances. In every area, in your marriage, in your relationship, your children, in your, in your, in your social interactions, that you prosper in all things. And only that, be in health. Be in health. I pray for you that you be in health. That tells us God's will. And we need to pray this. You know, sometimes we have this idea that because something is God's will, we don't have to pray for it to happen. Now, friend, that's not prayer. Prayer is actually coming in alignment and declaring your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What does that mean? Is there sickness in heaven? No. So if you're sick, you're praying for God's will to be done in your life. You are declaring in the kingdom of God, there is healing. Amen. You are declaring wholeness to yourself. You need to know beyond the shadow of any doubt. Now, reservations in your heart. For example, if you pray, God, prosper this business that I'm embarking on. And, and you say, uh, Lord, of course, you need to consult the Lord. Ask Him for His wisdom first before you embark on any business or any investment. Ask the Lord first. And then if you feel like the Lord wants you to be in it, pray and, and pray that God will prosper you. Amen. Doesn't mean that, oh, God, God, wants to prosper me, he will prosper me. Pray for that to happen. Notice 3 John 2 says, I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health. Even though that's God's will, you need to pray that for your family members, for your, your sons and your daughters and for your, your spouse. Pray for that to happen. Pray for your friends. Pray for that to happen in their lives. Amen. What's happening is that people, when they pray that God prospers them, they pray with reservation. They're not too sure that God wants them to prosper. They'll say, God prosper my business. But then there is that, that, that little, uh, 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 you know, niggly kind of feeling that uh, in the back of their minds that God really doesn't want you to prosper. Are you sure? And they, they probably watch a YouTube video or, or they heard a sermon or someone saying health and wealth, that kind of thing. And there's always that doubt. But actually, does God want us to uh, be healthy? Does God want us to prosper? Does God want us to uh, have provisions? Let's put it that way. Now, friends, God is against avarice. God is against the love of money. God is against us hoarding, being miserly, being stingy. Amen. That's why uh, God instituted in His Word tithing and offering because that, that breaks the backbone of covetousness, of greed. Amen. It breaks the, the, it removes the root of all evil, which is the love of money. Not money, but the love of money. And you can have the love of money with no money in your pocket. You just think of money the whole day. Amen. I'm not saying rich people are generous or rich people are bad. Don't generalize things like that. Doesn't mean poor people are, are, are never have the love of money. You cannot say that. In fact, sometimes when you don't have something, you think about it a, a lot. Amen. You even crave for it. So friend, God wants you to prosper because it's prosperity with a purpose. Amen. God wants you to be healthy because He wants you, um, because of the, all the gifts that He has put in you and a calling He has placed on, on, on your life, even when you're in your mother's womb, He wants you to fulfill it. There's no point dying before your time. And then you go to heaven and then God says, have you done what I told you to do? You can't say like the Apostle Paul, I fought a good fight, I finished the course, I finished the race. You can't say that. All right? But friend, uh, uh, always there, there, there's this voice that comes in and people have reservations in their heart to believe God, to pray for that to happen. Why do you come, Lord Jesus? I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Doesn't God want us to trust Him, to provide for us? Not just provide just for us for and no more. My family, us and no more. No, that is selfish. 
you know, why don't you trust God for more so that you can be a channel of blessing. Amen. Not be greedy, not be covetous, not be miserly, but be a channel of blessing to many. Amen. Praise the Lord. That was Joseph Prince, and you can find that clip on YouTube. If you search under Joseph Prince, God wants you to prosper in every area. You can also find out more information at his website, josephprince.com. Hope you have a wonderful day today, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless.